0: Welcome to everyone tuning in. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Katherine Fox. I'm a philanthropic and investment advisor at Arnrich Messina, a Portland-based investment advisory firm bringing our unique and disciplined process to private clients, nonprofit endowments, and foundation. Today, we're here with our guests to honor International Women's Day. As a partly women-owned and a woman-led firm, Arnrich Messina is committed to promoting and encouraging gender equality and what better time to celebrate it than on International Women's Day. This year's theme for the United Nations 2022 International Women's Day is gender equality today for a sustainable tomorrow. And it's focused on recognizing the contribution of women and girls around the world who are leading the charge on climate change, adaptation, mitigation, and response to build a more sustainable future. We reached out to our guest, Liz Zavodsky, because she's a powerful leader and change maker in sustainability. Liz is the Executive Director of EcoChallenge.org, a platform built to educate, entertain, and engage the community in becoming healthier and more sustainable by providing support and resources to transform behavior. I'm looking forward to learning more about EcoChallenge.org and your work, Liz. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you, Catherine. It's a true pleasure to be here and I really appreciate the opportunity.
0: Well, thank you again. I'd love to start by learning a little bit about your background. What drew you into the world of climate change mitigation and sustainability, and how did you find yourself ending up at ecochallenge.org?
1: Yeah, that's, it's a fun story to tell. Uh, previously, I was working in higher education, and I was working on college campuses doing sustainability education, and I had an opportunity to work with a study abroad program called Semester at Sea. And my husband and I um, worked on this program for a semester sailing around the world with college students. And it was at that moment of sailing around the world of, of this voyage of discovery, we realized, wow, we have a big problem on our hands. We saw so many examples of ways our unsustainable living was affecting the planet, and we saw so many new examples and solutions of ways that we can live more sustainably on the planet. And so it was after that experience that both of us, both my husband and I left our our work and decided we wanted to do something more to to bridge that gap and to focus our energy in climate change and sustainability. I did continue to work with students um, and I I tried to find more resources and I actually learned about ecochallenge.org then and started using some of the EcoChallenge.org programs with our students on campus um, for, the, for the time that I remained there and doing that. And um, then our lives um, took us overseas for a while. So my husband could go get a degree in climate change. And uh, we came back to the U.S. with very intentional goals of, of working in sustainability. And when we landed in Portland, I knew about EcoChallenge.org. And I said, this is where I wanna be. And I started volunteering. At Eco Challenge, um, and I—that was ten years ago. Um, and I've been with the organization now for ten years. I was, after a year of volunteering, I was hired on part time doing some development work, and then hired on full time. And now I've been serving as the executive director since 2020. Um, so this work has, has come to me because of personal life change and reflection, and I'm really grateful for the organization that I'm a part of now. I'm really excited to be a part of EcoChallenge.org and having been for 10 years because of what EcoChallenge does to help educate people and inspire action um, around our biggest global environmental issues.
0: Thanks so much for sharing your journey, Liz. We know that ecochallenge.org is such a unique organization. It's more than a nonprofit, it's out there doing such important work and, and getting people involved in working toward environmental and social justice and, and the future of our earth. Can you tell us a little bit more about the organization and how it works? Absolutely.
1: Um, ecochallenge.org was actually founded in 1993 here in Portland, Oregon. And we were founded as the Northwest Earth Institute. So some people might be listening and say, wait, I know that. And yeah, we were founded by Dick and Jean Roy, who are uh, mainstays here in the Portland community. And we were founded with a mission to inspire people to take responsibility for Earth. And that's still our mission today. We hold true to to our founder's vision, Um, but what what we deliver now looks different because the world is such a different place in 1993. So um, as a a nonprofit working towards environmental and social justice, we do that through two programs. One is our discussion course books um, that are the best way I describe them are their intentional book clubs, if you will. Everyone has a copy of the book and we can sit down and talk about these environmental issues together and start to um, to generate ideas of how can we change what we're doing in our lives to make a difference. Um, And then our other program is our eco challenge program. And that's a really powerful program that we started to invest in heavily in 2016. It's a free online platform. It's kind of like taking an online pledge where you say, yes, I commit to doing this. But instead of just saying, yes, I commit to doing it, we ask you to come back and tell us if you've done it. And we, we don't do it in a judgmental way. You know, none of us are perfect. Life gets in the way. We're all in different stages and places and Um, and and have all different means and skills and understanding. And so we want to be a convener of people and, and a convener of solutions. We want to help people understand there are solutions out there to environmental and social justice issues. And we can help people see those solutions, connect with those solutions, and connect with the actions that can help make a difference and actually create an impact in the world that then creates the world that we want to see. Um, so, our programs are pretty powerful in that sense, and they're open to the public. We offer for, um, eco challenges three times a year April, July, and October. And you can find them on our URL on ecochallenge.org. Um, but I want to talk a little bit more specifically about how we do that. We want people to understand that through our daily actions, through the choices that we make on a daily basis, we have influence in the world. And sometimes it might not feel like we do if we're, if we're saying, okay, well, I changed light bulbs in my house. Now what? Um, I bought an electric car. Now what? It, I, I offset my flights. Now what? What we're trying to do is to show it does matter. So on our site, when you participate, you can see how that action that you just made, that choice you made to offset a flight or to buy an electric car or to change light bulbs in your house or use a reusable water bottle, we show that impact over time and how that can really create something um, bigger. In addition, because our site is open to the public, you'll see thousands of other people on there doing similar actions to you. So maybe you changed five light bulbs in your house, but then there's 2,500 other people that changed five light bulbs in in their houses. And you can see that it does matter. And if you bought an electric car, great. Maybe there's several thousand other people that bought an electric car and that you might not know them or you might know them, but either way it shows, Hey, when we all take individual action, it matters. It collectively creates the impact and creates the world that we want to see. Now, some of us also might not know where to begin, or we might not feel like we have all the tools or some of us might feel like check, been there, done that. I already do what I can do. And our site, our programs also bring people together through knowledge sharing. So we want to to, um, share resources, share videos, articles, other nonprofit organizations, other um, community issues that are happening to help people understand and gain more awareness. And then from there, we ask people to just kind of do some self-reflection and figure out, so what am I willing to do? What am I able to do in my life? what big move can I make in my life? Can I do a carbon footprint exercise to understand where is my biggest footprint and what can I do to change that? So we want to really encourage people to learn along the way and not have judgment on others, but to just really try themselves to stretch themselves. Um, Especially those people who say like, Liz, I I live off the grid or I've been there, done that. I'm, I'm good. Okay, great. Now, how do you use your voice? How do you use your dollar? How do you make sure that you are understanding the systems that we are a part of as it relates to environmental and social justice issues? And we can help you learn about that on our platform and then through our other programs as well.
0: Thanks so much for sharing that, Liz. I can understand you know, as an individual, personally, how difficult it can be to know where to get started and also to understand you know, if the, the actions that you take that, that feel very small, So I love that ecubechallenge.org has all of those options to really meet you where you are and show you the impact you can have, you know, no matter if you're just getting started or like you said, if you're already living off the grid. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you talk specifically about some of the the most impactful project or projects that you've been a part of? Yeah, I'd love to.
1: Um, I'm really excited about the work that we've done with college campuses. Um, We engage students uh, through our Eco Challenge platform. We engage students in our discussion courses, and we work with faculty members to deliver these programs on the college campuses, which is really cool for us. We've also created a partnership with Project Drawdown, and Project Drawdown is another nonprofit institution to be um, familiar with, and they're a group of researchers who are identifying the top 100 solutions that we can take as a global community to literally draw down carbon from the atmosphere. And in our partnership with them, we took their research, their solutions and put it onto our platform. And that really was an incredible project and partnership to be a part of because it brought to life um, exactly how much we as individuals can do. And it, it reinforced the importance of not only behavior change, which is what we want to encourage. You know, We want people to create new behaviors, create new patterns in your life that automatically create a more sustainable and just world. Um, But we also, it reinforce for us the importance of learning. If you're not really sure why this matters, then it's harder to change your habit. Um, But we wanna offer both. So that project was was really powerful. Um, Another project is we worked with the city of Wenatchee in North Central Washington. The city of Wenatchee approached us and said, hey, we really want to understand what climate change is going to look like in our community. What does that mean for us when climate change is real in our community? And maybe it's real now. So how do we recognize that? So we worked with them to offer a eco challenge specifically for their community to help their residents learn about what does climate change look like in our region? What does climate change look like in our community? What resources do we have to be resilient with that, to adapt to that climate change? And what power and strength do we have as a community to help slow that down as much as possible? Um, It was a really fun project to work on with them. It was um, really meaningful, especially because in North Central Washington, not everyone is ready to talk about climate change. Um, and so we did it in a way that was really inclusive to their community, and, and that felt incredible for us. And I'd say one more thing around a project that's been powerful for us is we recently put out a revision of our, our um, discussion course book, Seeing Systems, Peace, Justice, and Sustainability. And this has been an incredibly powerful tool for us to help facilitate discussion around the intersections of peace, justice, and sustainability, especially with the rise of Black Lives Matter and so much needed attention on um, diversity, equity, and inclusion in our world and in our country. Um, It's the going through that process of revisioning or excuse me, revising that book um, was really important for us because we diversified the authors that we brought in for that book, we diversified the voices, and we've been able to work now with so many um, businesses and schools to offer this discussion course to bring a structure for people to be able to have these conversations and strengthen their knowledge around these issues.
0: Thanks so much for sharing that, Liz, and talking on, in the vein of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, speaking specifically to the women out there who want to work toward a more sustainable world and a healthier planet, I know you talked a little bit about some specific actions earlier, but are there actions that that we can be taking right now that you suggest to start building better habits and working towards protecting our earth in the future?
1: Absolutely. Um, I love that it's, you know, Women's History Month and World Women's Day, and I'm so grateful to be a part of this. And I love Um, that you all are speaking with women. So thank you for this opportunity. Um, And as we come up next month is Earth Month or Earth Day, but now we call it Earth Month, you know, because a lot of people do things just beyond that one day. I think what's really important, especially for women who do it all and balance it all, um, whether we are working or not working, moms or not moms, um, there are things that we hold and juggle Um, very well and and so skillfully um I think what's most important is that we tap into what matters to us that we tap into what do I want to see different in the world what do I want to see different for my own life for my kids for my pets for my community for my company for my employees um what matters to me and if finding that issue and thinking about is it water is it is it women's rights is it um is it, you know, access to funding or or um, clean air, you know, green space and parks? Finding out what that is for you, and looking at this is an action that I can take. Get involved. I think um, getting involved in in whatever issue it is that you're passionate about is so important. And if you're not sure, um, we can actually help. So I'm going to do a little self selfish plug here for Eco Challenge because our Eco Challenges can help you identify. Um, It can help you realize, wow, this is something that I want to do. This is something that I want to invest my time in. Um, Our Earth Month Eco Challenge is happening in April, and you can um, see it now, earthmonth.ecochallenge.org. We're focusing our, our time and attention around the sustainable development goals. So there's fantastic actions that people can take there. But if you want quick, like Liz, tell me what to do here. Tell me some big things that I can do. Ditching the straw, it is a big deal. You know, saying no to that straw. Using a reusable cup, mug, or water bottle when you go out is absolutely incredible. Reducing your meat consumption, absolutely very, very empower- powerful. Um, maybe you're not ready to give up meat completely. I'm not asking you to go vegan. I'm not telling you to go vegetarian, whatever. You know, that's not what, that, what you have to do. But think about how can you reduce the quantity of meat that you have in your life? Maybe you just reduce the amount every day, but you still have it. Think about that. So think about your food options. And reducing your food waste. Huge. Reduce your food waste. Um, Think about your water use. Reduce your shower times. Make sure you're turning off the faucet in between washing your hands or brushing your teeth. Um, Those are really quick things that we can start to adopt and change our behaviors. Take your bag to the grocery store. Probably a lot of these things we've heard before. Maybe some of them are new and they might feel small or sound small, but getting them to be a habit is really,
0: really challenging and they're really, really. Liz, thank you so much for sharing your story with us and also all of those actionable tips that that we can all start implementing and, and changing in our lives right now. As we wrap up here, I wanted to ask if you have any final thoughts or comments, Um, and also you you mentioned just now where people can find you, but I'd love uh, just to reiterate how our listeners who want to learn more, get involved, or participate in an eco-challenge can can find you all. Sure. Thank you.
1: Um, Yeah, I would say what's most important for me that folks understand is that we have the ability to create the future that we want. And we can do it through our everyday actions, our everyday choices, our relationship with our consumption choices, um, our relationship with food and water and transportation. Um, So when it feels heavy or overwhelming, I think it's really important that we recenter and remember our own capability of making change. And people can find us on ecochallenge.org. Um, people can reach out to me directly. My contact information is on the website, liz at ecochallenge.org. I'm always excited to talk with people and interested in learning more about questions that your audience might have as well. And um, I'm grateful for this opportunity.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you again, Liz, for your time, for your expertise and for your commitment to building a better world for all of our future. For anyone listening, you can visit our website at arnerichmessina.com and check out our blog for more interesting podcasts and articles on relevant topics. Thank you again, Liz, for being here today. Thank you to our audience for joining us and happy International Women's Day to all. Thank you for listening to Arnerich Messina's podcast. Please see the podcast description for important copyright and disclaimer information.